I recently canceled three commitments in the period of 10 days, and it felt amazing to be able to create a little more white space in my schedule. And so in today's episode, I'm sharing with you some of the mindset shifts that have made me comfortable and feel safe to make these changes in my calendar when I feel like I need to, as well as some of the questions that you can ask yourself to check in to see whether these are commitments that you have in your life that you absolutely do need to follow through with, or whether you're just getting into old patterns of over-functioning, people-pleasing, and perfectionism. You are listening to the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm your host, April Boyd, and I'm a therapist, coach, and breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we look at how we're showing up in our lives, in our conversations, and in our relationships, and work on doing that with as much kindness, grace, and confidence as we possibly can. So thanks for being here with me. So here's the thing. I had done this post on Instagram where I had shared about how I'd canceled all these commitments. And I was actually getting a lot of responses in my private messages that made me know that this was really important to talk about and that it was hitting home for people. And one woman actually described this as being feeling like a really rebellious act to cancel doing something that we said that we would do. And I totally get that. That word seems to fit in so many ways, doesn't it? It certainly used to feel like it fit for me, that it really was not okay to back out of something that I had previously said yes to. And so I have vivid memories of driving my car to my work at that time that was like 45 minutes away from my house during big Canadian snowstorms where it actually wasn't even safe to be on the road. But in my mind, I didn't even give myself the option to consider calling in and saying I wouldn't be there. I didn't even give myself the option to think about, do I actually need to be there today? Is it worth the risk of me being out on the highway right now? I was just so used to being in this place of, I said yes, so I would. But what I've since come to experience, and what I've experienced recently, is there's times when I have overestimated (laughs) the amount of energy that I actually have when a commitment comes up and it's time to do that thing right? Or it's getting close to the time to do that thing. And I realized that like my energy is a lot lower than I thought it would be, which is what had happened for me recently, right? In this example that I'm talking about, I had said yes to several different things, many things actually, but I had said yes to, you know, these three things thinking it would be totally fine and no big deal, right? Because none of these things were huge things in and of themselves. But as I got into the week, I just realized that I was kind of tired. My energy was kind of low. And I decided to opt out of these things and change course, not because I couldn't do them. I absolutely could have. It would not have been that big a deal for me to just like follow through with going and doing the thing. 
But here's what I've learned. That's how burnout happens. And that's often the only time that people give themselves permission to opt out or change plans is when like there's no possible way they could do it, right? Or like they're so sick or they're so unwell or they're so drained that it just feels monumental to go and do that thing. That's a sign that we've actually already overexerted ourselves. They are already operating at a deficit, right? When we can't kind of dig deep to like push on is a good sign that you're well, well, well past empty already. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I am a big believer in the idea of energy management, which means I really pay attention to where my energy levels are at. And this is probably one of the most important acts of self-care that I do. I think of my energy level as being like a gas gauge in my car and dependent on how full it is or how close to empty it is, I make my decisions accordingly. And I noticed that my energy was a little bit low. And so I kind of checked in and was like, okay, I could feel myself, you know, that feeling where you start to be like, "Mm, I kind of just wish I could stay home kind of (laughs) feeling. Right. Or as you think about this upcoming activity, instead of feeling like excited about it, you kind of feel a little bit heavy or a little bit of dread. Right. I could feel just little hints of that coming up for me, even though these were all things that, you know, I would usually enjoy. But I knew if I went and did them, it would deplete from my energy. And then I wouldn't feel as on point and present when I'm doing my client sessions. I wouldn't feel like I had the energy to be, you know, doing my workouts and other important parts of my life. And I knew it would just wear me down. And I have a trip coming up, which I don't like to go and do travel when I'm feeling like I'm operating from a low energy point, right? Because travel is amazing, but it's also hard on your immune system. So I really like to try to keep myself in this place of happy and healthy as much as possible. And so, you know, this shift for me from, you know, the old April that used to feel like she had to show up for things no matter what, that didn't even give herself the opportunity, the moment of pause to ask herself, does it even make sense for me to be doing this right now? What would the impact be of me not doing this? Would anybody be negatively affected if I didn't come? Right? These were questions that like I didn't even use to check in on because I was operating from this place of, I don't even know if this was exactly it, but what I know a lot of us do is we operate from this place of, you know, I think for me, I said I would go, so I have to go. I have to keep my word. And as part of that, you know, the flip side of that coin is this fear that we look flaky or unreliable, right? And of course, this is where it gets really important to step back and tease out what's the impact of me not coming, because I'm not suggesting that you just don't show up, right? Or cancel plans all the time. 
we know that there are some things that if we cancel or if we don't do it, there's an unwanted impact of that that's just not worth it, right? And so, or there's like an impact on somebody else that's not really okay. So for instance, one of the things that I canceled plans with with was going out for dinner with a friend who I really adore and I enjoy her company and I knew it would be a good time, but I also knew my energy was super low. And I knew this was a friend that if I said to her, hey, I need to reschedule, can we find another time? This would have been totally fine. I was giving her enough notice where it's not like she had, you know, had to, would now be stuck with a babysitter or like, you know, be put out in any way or form. But I also knew that I've not really, this is a fairly new friendship and I've not really ever canceled on her before. Because here's the other thing that I think we worry about. We don't want to damage our reputation nor our friendships by becoming known as the person that you can't count on. And I know that because that also just, it breaks down the friendship, right? And as I say that, I can think of, you know, a friend of mine who she just became like, well, she didn't become, she always was, (laughs) right? Like super unreliable. And what would happen was because she would cancel on me kind of repeatedly, when we would make plans, I'd only be half in. And so if something came up for me, or then if I wasn't totally into it, I would like not feel bad at all about canceling on her. And then months would go by where we've not met up, right? Or invested time or energy in our maintaining our friendship. And, you know, it just became this kind of thing of like, almost like we teach people how to treat us, right? And what she had kind of taught me to do was like not expect her to be there. And while you might be able to kind of make that work still, if you've got a really long-term friendship with somebody, although I would argue that needs some work and that's not ideal, right? We need to tidy that up or figure out what's happening, that you're not able to keep any of your commitments consistently, I knew with this like fairly new friendship that she'd hung out with me enough times that she had a good sense of who I was. She knew I always showed up. She knew I was always on time, yada, yada. So I knew it wasn't really going to be a big piece of damage for me to ask to reschedule. Now that's different than a new acquaintance who had asked me to get together for dinner this week. And even though it was not ideal timing for me because I do have a fairly full plate this week again, I said yes, because I know from just friendship rules, right? New acquaintance rules. If you say no, the first time that somebody asks you to do something, they're probably not going to ask again. Or we get into this awkward cycle where we kind of you know, maybe I say, no, this doesn't work, but are you free in like two weeks? And she's like, oh, I'm not free that time. I'll get back to you. And then like, this just drags on for months and it doesn't go anywhere, right? What could have been a nice connection and a nice friendship just becomes a dead end street. So we have to be able to kind of make decisions about what is the impact if I opt out of this, 
But man, does it ever feel amazing to give yourself some downtime when that's what your system really needs most. And you know that there's those times when you're like, ah, I'm not totally in the mood, but I know once I get there, I'll have a really good time. And that's certainly me this time of year when things start to get a little bit dark outside, the weather's not so great, feels so much nicer to stay at home with my candles and my man and my dogs, right? Like where you're comfy and it's also going to be a really nice night. But we know that there's those times where like, no, like that was actually really fun and I'm glad I went, right? And so the thing that we need to think about is we have to stop treating everything that we said yes to, everything that's on our calendar as if it has equal weight and equal consequence, because that's just not true. So when I'm able to, when it feels like it's not going to hurt somebody else or affect somebody in a really bad way or leave somebody hanging, right? Or somebody's relying on me for something important, right? Like I'm obviously not going to leave anybody, you know, who's relying on me just hanging. But when I'm able to, when it's really low impact, low consequence, it's actually totally fine. I absolutely want to treat my own mental health, my own physical health, my own overall well-being with a lot of respect and a lot of consideration. And so for me, that means that these old patterns of just pushing through, of just getting it done, of just, you know, overloading my schedule, but just accepting that that's kind of just life, right? These are ideas that I've really outgrown a long time ago. And so present tense, I think it's a bit of a radical act to say, I'm allowed to adjust my schedule right now based on what my energy level actually is, not what I thought it was going to be a month ago when I made these plans, right? So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, the best way to thank a podcaster is to share this episode with somebody else who would benefit from it as well. And I will see you next time. Take care.